It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Distributor Compensation Protocol. One of the issues in any compliance program is the compensation paid to a third party as the exposure arises when the company pays the money either directly or indirectly and it funds a bribe payment. Another area that leads to exposure from third parties is around distributors. There are more and more distributor uh, causes of action or rather FCPA enforcement actions based upon distributors coming down the pike literally every day. In a distributor relationship, the distributor purchases a product taking risk of loss and title at a discount from the manufacturer. The distributor resells at an uplift and that spread between the purchase price and the sales price is the distributor's income. If the product is purchased at an inflated discount rate and then sold, the difference between the purchase price and the resale value could be used for corrupt purposes by creating a pot of money to pay a bribe. Commission payments and excessive distributor discounts can be channeled to pay nefarious payments. The FCPA Resources Guide Second Edition noted that common red flags associated with third parties include unreasonably large discounts to third-party distributors. When companies grant distributors an uncommonly deep discount, bribes can result in either because the distributor is instructed by the company to use the excess amounts to fund corrupt payments or because the distributor pays bribes on its own without the express direction or even implicit suggestion from the company to gain some business advantage. Once again, you need to know your third party. Indeed, the 2020 update specifically mentioned distributors in the section dealing with third-party risk when it stated, distributors are commonly used to conceal misconduct. It went on to pose the following question in the section entitled Risk-Tailored Resource Allocation with the following queries. Does the company devote a disproportionate amount of time to policing low-risk areas instead of high-risk areas such as questionable payments to third-party consultants, suspicious trading activity, or excessive discounts to resellers and distributors? How can distributors be managed? One mechanism is to install a third, a distributor discount policy and monitoring system to tailored to the company's operational structure. In virtually every business, there exists a range of standard discounts granted to distributors. 
Discounts within a range may be granted without the need for further investigation, explanation, or even authorization, absent some evidence that the distributor intends to use the standard cost price delta to fund corrupt payments. If a distributor requests a discount above the standard range, the request must be accompanied by a business justification, where have we seen that before, which includes the reason for the increased discount amount, who initiated it, the employee, the distributor, etc. The request should be evaluated with tiered levels of approval where higher discounts require authorization and the request and corresponding authorization must be tracked to facilitate auditing, testing, and benchmarking. This will aid the operationalization of compliance within the company as it requires increased management involvement, approval, and oversight. Capturing and memorializing discount authorization requests. Bill Anathis has developed the discount authorization request template to document the request and allow for an informed decision about whether it should or should not be granted. The specifics of a discount authorization request are critical to evaluating its legitimacy as it is expected that the employee submitting the request should provide details on how the request originated as a request for the distributor or the employee, the business case, and the volume-based discount incentive. How do you evaluate a DAR? The evaluation process will depend on several factors, but the greater the discount, the more scrutiny the request should receive. Factors to consider include the expected volume under the uh, request, the current organizational structure and authorization levels. The aim to ensure that all requests are vetted without negatively impacting the company's ability to function efficiently. It also mandates the operationalization of this compliance review into multiple disciplines within your organization. Tracking of these requests, both approved and denied, can provide valuable data for analysis. A company can audit the data to see if there is a repetitive pattern. For example, which reasons are requesting increased discounts? Is it Once again, is it being driven by your employees, the distributors, or even the customers? If Should a discount range be adjusted? Many companies have been involved in FCPA enforcement actions due to distributors, which do not receive enough focus, certainly not equal to commissioned sales agent, yet it can present an equally large compliance risk. By using this uh, distributor authorization request approach, you will have created a well-thought-out process which will operationalize your compliance program around distributor compensation in a manner which documents your decision-making calculus. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, the creation of a well-thought-out process which operationalizes your compliance program around distributed compensation in a manner which documents your decision-making. Two, require multiple levels of approval for an out-of-range distributor request. The higher the discount rate, the greater scrutiny you should put. And three, tracking distributor discounts globally will make your company more efficient. And at the end of the day, more profitable. So tracking this information, documenting it, and then using it going forward can help the business side of your organization as well as compliance. If I could ask you to do so, would you pass on to at least one person this podcast series on the nuts and bolts of compliance as I'm trying to expand my audience base for 31 days to a more effective compliance program? I hope you'll join me again tomorrow where I take up another topic in innovation and compliance. Thanks again for listening.
31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.